0: Podcast, I'm La and I'm Dee, and welcome to a bad time. What a bad time! Oh yeah. For those of you joining for the first time, what we're doing is going through episode by episode of Once Upon a Time, mostly so you don't have to, and also because we love to hate this show more than anything. So true. And if it's your very first time, uh, well, welcome. Yes. Sorry about this. We apologize profusely. We cannot apologize enough for what you're about to hear. But in any case. Just a heads up, this is not a spoiler-free zone. We are watching with the full knowledge of this show. We have seen most episodes more than once. We're just discussing nitpicking. We'll go through everything, like Decent. said, so you don't have to. Correct. And we do have a few things we're keeping extra care of that we'll go over at the end. So there is some purpose to it, maybe. A little bit. Kind of, not really. But, boy, do we have a special treat this week. Oh, it's Chaos. Chaos terrible. Um, we are not in separate rooms right now. Whoa. Wow. (laughs) So special. Which means this is going to be terrible. (gasps) It's going to be interesting. That's what it's going to be. But we have wine. We we both have wine. wine. And you know what we can do? What? Cheers. Cheers. I hope hope the microphone caught that. I'll be sad if it didn't. It's going to be beautiful. So. How's your a week? Oh, my God. Well, how is my week? Uh, my week is better. You've been here. It's been super fun. Yeah. You've been here the entire week so far. Yes. Very, very fun. We went to Disneyland. Oh God. Do we do story time? Do we do like a bridge? Disneyland story? bridge. Oh, picture it. <laughs> Anaheim. 7.55 in the morning. Oh, my goodness. It was a lot. And there was many, many things. Adult beverages imbibed. Yes, but it was a lot of fun. It was very fun. We had a great time. We certainly did. We we deserve Disneyland more often. I agree. but It was good. So, yeah, my week is perfect, I guess. (laughs) To (laughs) that (laughs) point. To that point in purpose, (laughs) drinking for fun. Right? For profit. During lunch today, when I was, you know, choosing not to work because I didn't want to. Also, it was lunch, but we watched Once Upon a Time, which is (gasps) a... We did, Yes. It's either a good time or a bad time. We did not watch the episode we are currently... No, we're covering. We, we mentioned it before. We watched simultaneously to this on our own for funsies, so we are starting the Queens of Darkness arc. I can't wait. We got really angry because there was Robin and Regina, and they, and Regina finally got her happiness just to have it once again. rushed from beneath her. away, and how dare they do that to me? I um, feel personally attacked. Yes, victimized by... Once Upon a Time. If you've ever been personally victimized by Regina Mills, raise your hand. <laughs> Every single day of my life. <laughs> Every day. Truly. But, uh, the good news, I guess? Um, it's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. And, uh, surprise midweek, Sebastian Stan! Because we deserve it. We are watching Hat Trick this week. We are, which is a it's so much fun. Yes. After a few exceptionally <laughs> troubling episodes. We, we got another troubling episode. Correct. <laughs> it continues to be troubling. Oh, oh, exciting news. Mm. We got an email. We, have, we did. We have people that care. Tell us about it. I'm going to. Let me find where my email is. Uh, so this is primarily about our favorite thing to discuss, the superpower, Emma's Flawed. superpower. Yeah, that. Nonsense. Yeah, that. Uh, mm-hmm. But McKenna had emailed a few days ago with some, you know, some. there's half of this that I'm full on board with, yes. I will say. Okay, so what the email goes on about is how perhaps Emma's superpower is connect to, connected to how emotionally invested she is with that person. So before entering Storybrooke, maybe her superpower was a bit more powerful. Okay. But with Henry's involvement, suddenly things are out of whack. She, her radar is being a little bit, you know, tampered with. Because she hasn't mm-hmm. gotten close to anyone in so long. And suddenly she's very involved in the town and everyone who lives there, which makes it harder to discern the truth. Because, and I quote, oh no, not emotions, the horror. Which for Emma, that is. I mean, that's how I live my life. Oh no, not emotions, the horror. Yeah. Full, full on board with that assessment of the emotions, the horror. Yes. I w- am super intrigued by this theory. I wish there were more textual evidence of it. Um, and I think I could buy it maybe the, if it was with Henry. She always got it right still, but others maybe not. Where yeah. it, could, it could be an argument of those that are from Storybrooke, it doesn't work. Or from the Enchanted Forest. If they're from there, it doesn't work. But Henry's not. So she's able to clock his lies. Like, no, no, no. Kiddo. McKenna and sister, I think if the writers were better, they would have absolutely proven your point. (laughs) I know. And I think that's why it's interesting. But the second part of this for me. So this is about a very specific lie that I had mentioned a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Went back and forth. I, it was the moment where Sidney Glass says, you have an ally with me. And I was like, well, because he's working for Regina, Emma fucked up. She should have caught that he was shady. And what McKenna's, I believe it's her sister's theory, actually. So shout out to McKenna's sister. Uh, What he may have meant and honestly believes was, if you were to go for a power grab, I would be on your side. The conditions are not right yet for a perfect alliance, but I'm still waiting for that moment. And I think that's an interesting take, because even though we know Sydney is very much devoted to Regina, there is some, like, bitterness towards it. He doesn't want to be. He's kind of being strung along. So maybe it is the, I will be an ally right now. I don't have an out, but if Mm -hmm. we work together, I might be able to help things for both of us. I think that's a very interesting, like, I like that because it, that was already a really great area. I wasn't sure which way to take it. Were we? It was one that in the moment I didn't clock it, and then afterwards, I think it was while we were recording, I was like, wait a second, what are his exact words? Does he right. say, you can trust me? Because he does say, oh, I'm no longer with working for the, for Regina, or He says something about, like, oh, I'm no longer working for the mirror, which Regina kind of controls. Yes. Definitely would have to go back and listen to all of it, but I love this take. Yes, and honestly, I just love opinions. I like people Say sending more. things because this is, it makes it makes me have to think about Emma a bit more, which I don't like to do. So I need to. So it's better. It's better because it, it I can't be trusted. So. <laughs> no, I love this take of I love the idea that it would Emma's superpower wouldn't work with. The citizens of Storybrooke, except for the fact that her superpower very clearly only works when we need it to work. Yeah, it, it's so, and it does. I I don't think there's rules in their head about when it works and when it doesn't. It work. works when they don't have a clever story way to make something happen. Yes, but I love this idea that um, Sydney is not fully lying and is power hungry. Yes. And looking to get out. So I really, I really like that one. And that one I could definitely see you could totally make a case for. Exactly. And again, every time I write down these lies, I know sometimes I'm missing some. Sometimes my calls aren't correct. Which brings me to our next thing. When we're wrong, we'll say we're wrong. And this is a good thing we are wrong about. A few weeks ago, Lo yes. had a terrible discovery that Mary Poppins and Bert were in an episode. And we've lived with this knowledge for three weeks. It's been sad, it's been devastating. Locally famous Matthew Winter was there to witness it. Today we received contextual, pure, clear evidence that it is Mary and Bart. Woohoo! I'm free! <laughs> I'm and so, free! And so it's a very good day for Lo. <gasps> I'm free, I'm gonna sleep so well tonight. Must, oh. must be nice. Yes. Oh, it's so nice. Must be nice. So nice to know that my favorite thing was not touched by this show. I just goes, I remember watching the show and going, wow, what characters will it be next? And now I sit here and go, what have they done now? He's not this one. (laughs) Every time now I find something else Smaller. I'm still convinced that carrot eating situation was something and I hate (sighs) that it was probably something. Please, please, if you have an answer about the carrot eating situation, Please let us know, Get right? You can text, you can send us a message at, at and once on Instagram uh-huh. or to our email at and once at gmail.com. Put it as a review. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> they don't care. The review will just make other people listen to it. It doesn't matter what it says. Again, it could be something as simple as I don't know. Red ate her boyfriend. Lest you have forgotten, because <laughs> the show has. Fully, fully, not even addressed anymore. The show has moved so far past that point. We've blown by it and we will never revisit it. I should be so lucky. Indeed. Okay, so we are on season one, episode 17, Hat Trick. Yes. And as we mentioned before, that Surprise Midweek Sebastian Stan. Yeah, I know this is a Sunday for you guys, but for us it's Wednesday. And it's Surprise Midweek Sebastian Stan. So it's better. Let's see what Disney Plus has to say. During her search for Mary Margaret, Emma is kidnapped by a madman with an affinity for hats. The evil queen hires a man of magic. Technically all very accurate. It's the man of magic for me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. it I love it because we never explain how Jefferson has magic, really. It's just he can do this thing and this is the thing he does. Yeah. And he does it so well. He does it so very well. He does it so flawlessly. He can do whatever he wants forever. Ever, yeah. Because you know why? He's played by Sebastian's Dan. Amen. We, We love to see it. We sure do. Look, are you ready to take us away into whatever happens in this harrowing tale? I suppose I am, but first... First wine. Let's... Raise a glass. We have half a bottle to kill. We have work to do. We gotta get. We gotta get going. Cheers! Cheers! All right. So, jumping in to season one, episode seventeen, hat trick. So, we open in Storybrooke, Whoa. which is lovely and refreshing. We don't get to open there very much in the first season. It's be, I, I, My theory is the first half is so set up based that they're trying to ground us in who everyone is. So yeah. it's Enchanted Forest. Enchan- we we have the groundwork now so yeah. it's okay. We're in the meat of the season one plot now. We yeah, are, we love are it. in it. And I love, love that. It. We immediately are in the jail in the sheriff's station. Mary Margaret's sale is now empty. Well, she done did it. And she is running through the woods. She has... Seemingly no plan, by the way. No, she's just running. Which, fair, I suppose. Then we go back to the sheriff's station where Henry's just kind of like sitting and reading. Sure. Is he reading his storybook? He's reading. Good Good for for him. him. Reading is important. (laughs) Stay in school, kids. Emma and Gold enter into the room. And Henry immediately congratulates Emma because... (laughs) you know, it's awesome. She did such a good job. And Emma's like, what did I do a good job about? And Henry's like, oh, you know the thing. And Emma's like, what? And Henry's like, you know, helping the Mary Margaret escape. And Emma's like, Mr. Gold's like, the what now? And Emma's like, the what now? And Henry sees Mr. Gold and is like, I'm not saying shit in front of him. I'm fucking talking. I don't snitch. Right. Exactly. He so says, I don't snitch. It's It's weird. weird basically, Henry informs Emma that uh, Mary Margaret has gone missing. Fantastic. She's run. Emma's a very bad sheriff, have we considered this? We need to consider it more. Are there no alarms on this door? No. It's a very small podunk town, and Regina didn't think to put them in when she made it. (laughs) I don't think she'd ever actually have to use it, except for when Grumpy was, or when Leroy's drunk and has to. Stay yeah, in the exactly. Game. It was meant as a drunk tank, not not, not a jail cell. Jail. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. Yeah. And why would you think you would need one for a murderer? I don't know. Mary, so Mary Margaret's run. Emma has been informed of this by the ten-year-old, and I hate that is immediately on a mission to go and save her friend and find her because if people find out that she ran, it does not matter. She is now a fugitive. Correct. Doesn't matter if she's the felon or not. Now she's a fugitive. Again, Mary Margaret, all you had to do is wait until your the court case has gone through and you realize, I'm not getting out of this. I'm out. Yep, I just wait a day. You know. Two days if you're feeling extra spicy. I don't know. But she didn't, so... Emma's like, she's never, she's, if she, people find out she ran, she's never getting out. And Gold kind of tries to stop her, says, you know what, you're putting your job on the line for doing this. Right. And Emma says, I don't care, Mary Margaret's more important. So she goes off, she takes her bug, pulls out of the sheriff parking spot. We know this because it says sheriff on the ground. And also there's a sign in front that says reserved for sheriff. Perfect. They really want to make sure no one is using that spot in this town that maybe seven people have cars. Exactly. She goes driving off through the woods on the shady road that nothing good ever happens Mm -hmm. on. Again, just stay off the roads. And... Queens Highway, Storybrooke Roads, just stay off any roads. Exactly. Immediately has to swerve because there's a man in the road. Oh, no. He... It kind of runs off. She moves, comes to come check on him, and right. he, like, she's like, "Are you okay?" And He kind of says, "Like, he's he's okay. He's fine. This is Sebastian Stan, everybody. Oh, it's arrived. It's Sebastian Stan. It's 2011. Sebastian Stan. His chin is looking so boobable. Oh, you could just like nestle your nose right in I, there. I think you could. I think we should. I think I should. That's fair. <gasps> um, but, you know, he's saying, I'm fine. What are you doing out here? And she claims she's looking for a lost dog. You know, for someone whose claimed to fame is a superpower with li- detecting lies, she comes up with the shittiest <laughs> lies. <laughs> she's out looking for a dog. And he's like, okay, well, bye. And... <laughs> She's Good luck like, with your dog, my friend. Yeah, yeah. And so she is like, You're sure you're okay? And he's like, he says, no, I live a mile down the road. It's fine, I'll be there. And then is limping and she says, You're hurt. I think I feel this is important and think you should write it down. And, and he's the surprise mouse tool for later that I'll be discussing at a later time. <laughs> he says, I'm fine. Yeah, I he basically Says, no, no, don't bother helping me. And she says, I'm driving you because you're you, injured you're inj- and I almost long, ran you over. Right. And a mile long walk is a long ways to go with an injury. Sure. They arrive at Jefferson's mansion. It's a mansion. It's so big. No one's ever seen it. Emma comments that he must have a really big family. And Jefferson says, nope. That's a red flag. Just me, in this big old mansion. No, thank you. So, I don't know. If a man looked like Sebastian Stan, would you really question it? Please question it. I wouldn't, but yeah, <laughs> please, I, I, <laughs> for your own safety, please question it. I wouldn't, I can say with absolute certainty if someone that looks like that and said I live alone in this giant mansion, I would say, yes, you do. Great, would you like company? <laughs> So it's just you, huh? Would you like it to not be? Exactly. And I'd be delighted to hear he lived in a mansion alone. <laughs> you know what? That does sound like a perfect person. Ideal scenario. Emma walks this man inside because, again, he's limping. He's sad for him. Sad. They go inside. He offers her some tea. Mm-hmm. Shows her a map to help with her search because he's an amateur cartographer. Ah, yes, you know the ancient craft of cartography that's still used every day by normal men that live in mansions? Yeah. They make maps and be a little concerned, live in mansions. If an attractive man lives in a giant mansion alone (laughs) and practices cartography and has microscopes. But here's my question for you. Okay. What if he's not attractive? (laughs) Then that's just, he's probably sad (laughs) because. I'm really terrible people. I am. Ab- I would apologize. That's your theory, girl. <laughs> I'm really terrible people and I apologize. No, no, okay. Retracted. If anyone lives in a giant mansion, regardless of attraction status, correct. In fact, if you find them attractive, it might hinder your ability to form a good opinion on the scenario. <laughs> Please be aware. Ask them. Question one, do you live here alone? Question two, do you practice cartography? Does he, you know, practice cartography? <laughs> I said what I said. Is he uh, a <laughs> Nope. <laughs> Does he practice cartography? So... Well, if you thought that, if you thought the cartography was a red flag... <laughs> Um, I have a better one for you. (laughs) I'm ready. The tea he gave her was drugged. (laughs) That is a red flag. (laughs) He roofied her. Well, So, you know, that's not good. No, but first he's real nice. He says, where do you think you saw Spot last? Right, because the dog's name is Spot. She's a good liar, everyone. Really proud of her. Right. He takes out his handmade map and <laughs> <He> says... his <laughs> <says, "Sister's> cartography. <hungry." laughs> Point to the spot where you last saw your dog's spot. It's just about as good as the episode before when Rumpel's like, you'll find snow here, and just, like, points to the middle of a map. Yeah, there's also a lot of just, um, trees on the map. Mm-hmm. I don't think he knows how to carto- cartograph. Cartograph? You just don't know how to... <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what the word is, but I know it isn't what you've said. <laughs> yeah, I studied English, everyone. So, <laughs> moving on. Emma's had tea that's got a roofie in it. Hmm. And he she stumbles and he catches her. From behind. Mm -hmm. And he's like, shh, shh, no, hey, it's okay, (laughs) shh. That's another another red flag. And puts her on the couch, and as she's blacking out, she realizes, hey, you don't have a limp. Okay. (laughs) I don't know if that would be my first reaction to, like, I'm passing out from drugs. (laughs) (laughs) This man drugged me. Hey, you lied about your limp. I think we're past that, Emma. He (laughs) drugged you. Finally, it was. It's a long setup, but we finally go yeah. back over to the enchanted forest. Which, weirdly enough, we're actually not in the enchanted forest that much. This one, no, it, we're not even in our magical realms all that much. No, we see the man, same man, Jefferson. Mm. He is playing hide and seek in the forest with his daughter Grace. I would argue she's too old for hide and seek, but good for her. You know, you got it. There's no television in this world. That's fair. I'd, that's fair. You forgot You forgot about that. You're right. She you can forget. do whatever she wants. She doesn't, have the, she doesn't have the internet. She doesn't have this show to watch. And so she is having to collect mushrooms and play hide and seek for her entertainment. Oh no. They return to their cottage and find that the evil queen's co- carriage is outside. Well, that's never a good sign. No. no. Grace obviously is upset and afraid because it's a scary looking carriage. And Jefferson tells her, go be in the woods. (laughs) You know how you talk to your child. (laughs) Please go be in the woods while I go and talk. And find out what's going on. Right. So, you know. Why not? Uh, At least she keeps this kid away from the evil queen. We know what she does with kids. She says things like, go and steal this item for me. Push a witch into the fireplace and then want to live with me? I failed to see the problem. You're right. Regina's never done anything (laughs) wrong in her life, and I stand by that. No. Never. Every decision she's ever made is 100% justified. You're doing great, sweetie. Keep it up. I'm not being sarcastic. No, this is pure (laughs) love. She has done no wrong. It's character development. She's doing great. (laughs) She's doing amazing, because he walks into his cottage... And she's there. Being right. snarky. What's Snarky? Sassy? Sexual? A little flirty? <laughs> I mean, her tits are out. Yes. They are acting. She is acting as are her tits. And I will say, um, Sebastian Stan and Lana Paria should work more together. I agree. They it's- seem to have a lot of fun together. It, it, yes, I agree. I think it's very similar in the way that she and Robert Carlyle... can make weird moments fun. Yes. I think it's just two people who understand the camp of their role. They understood the assignment. We don't know what the assignment is to this (laughs) day, but they understood. And that, you know, good for them. Yeah. She does a weird thing. She says, I thought you didn't, like, so you're out of the game, basically. Talk to him, essentially. She also says poverty is not a good look on you. Yeah. She's like, hmm I used to pay you to do something else, and this is sad for you. You're, it's sad, and I'm sad. They clearly sad. have a history. You will never find out what that history is, but well, I think it, it's sexual. I think sexual. we get a little bit. That's We true. do get a little bit. I have to assume it is sexual. In nature, yes. <laughs> given <laughs> everything <laughs> about them? <laughs> given, the, <laughs> every, given the everything about them. So, they have a history. They're kind of doing this back and forth thing. He gets really close into her space. Again, not disproving the theory. She he's basically saying, I don't do that anymore. We don't really know what that is yet. But she says, I need one last favor. I will change your life. Your daughter will never want for anything. Right. If you just do this. And he says, you know what? No. Not going to do it. My job cost Grace her mother... We don't know who that is. We will not address Does it. Does not matter. Irrelevant to the plot, so ask no questions. <laughs> and he refuses to lose her right. and lose you know, have this child lose their her father. So yeah. she says, Okay. After getting really close to his face is like, Okay. Yeah. Bye. Again, we've gotta get into the weird personal space boundary mm-hmm. issues. Boundaries, what boundaries? She says, okay, I'm just going to leave. And they go about their merry way. Right. Grace and Jefferson go to the market. Grace runs over to a stall and sees this bunny that she just really wants. It's a stuffed white rabbit. It would be perfect for tea parties. Yeah, exactly. Love that for her. The woman selling it says, this is the price. And... Jefferson very clearly is like, I can't afford that. But I you, got a nickel. Is that good for you? Would you accept this much instead? And she says, um, no, no. Absolutely it, it, not. It, the, it, uh, the economy, you understand. Well, it's great. She, at first she's like, oh, a father who's willing to give his last coins for his daughter. No. Yeah, it's great. She play, This woman is playing the game for a second. You think she's about to... You're like, oh okay. Yeah. That's all you have? Okay. Yeah, no, no. Not she's today. not a, she's not about it. What a bitch. And then it is revealed that oh, this is not just some regular old stingy woman. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a mirror nearby. Right. In which Sydney appears, well, really the genie appears, and he says that was cruel. And hmm. there is a reveal. The old woman is the evil queen. Oh, I take in it disguise. back. I take it back, not a bitch. She has done nothing She's wrong. She's done in- nothing wrong in her life you ever. Read, usually we're not like fun fact people, but this, I actually do like what you found about this particular yes. character. Turns out um, they did not hire anyone to play the old woman. Right. They just put Lana Priya in a lot of old age makeup. Didn't she? You were reading somewhere that she likes to. play... According to the wiki, she's I into playing old characters. Love that for her. Yeah. She's very good at it. Yeah, it's great. There's so much makeup on her face in that moment. She's her lips aren't moving. Her mouth isn't moving, but I love no, it for her. No, it's very kind of the troll. Oh, not back to the less trolls. of their mandibles that shouldn't be yeah. able to make vowels. Yeah, less about. There's less of the the. Draw line problems, but it is very much like... It's the same effect if he's had a lot of um, Botox. A little bit. Back at the cottage, Jefferson creates a rabbit. It's really cute. He's such a cute dad. He's so sweet, and you can tell that he will do anything for Grace, and I love it. He's darling! He's so cute. (sighs) But she wants to play, and he's like, I actually said... I have to go to the neighbors for a while, so, you know. Peace out, kiddo. And she's like, but can I come with you? I like being in the woods with you. And he's like, no. Not going to the woods today. So Grace says this has something to do with the evil queen. She's smart. I'll give her that. She's a smart kiddo. And he says, I want you to have everything. So I'm going to do this. And she says, all I need is you. Aww. But, uh, you know, he does it anyway. He does it anyway. Grace makes him promise to come back. Mm-hmm. And he says, I'll be back by tea time. Be back for tea. He yeah. goes out and retrieves an oddly shaped box. It's big and long and just oddly shaped. It's funky. It's weird. It's a weird shaped box. We go back to Storybook. We actually spend. Good chunks of time in each location. It's, it's nice. nice. It's not a lot of jumping and, and running around. Yeah, so we're back in storybook where, if you'll recall, Emma has been drugged. Oh, right. But she wakes, and now she is tied up in a room, and she's bound and gagged. Oh, no. She's still actually still on the couch. She's not in the room. Oh, good. And then in another room. She's on the couch. She realizes she's a very... She comes to so quickly. There is no... She's very fast thinking, this woman. I like it because it is one of those moments where I'm like, oh, like you can tell this woman's been in situations. Well, it, it reminds us that she did have a fascinating background before. Yeah. You can tell this woman has been in situations, maybe, maybe not this exact one, but she's had to think quickly. She was a, what, a, a bonds broke. Bale bonzer, Bail Bale Bail bonzer woman with the hot pink dress. It was really yeah. great. She's she can be badass. Storybrooke just sucks the life out of her. Exactly. So she basically uses her weight and a pillow to smash the teacup, and then it's uses a, one of those very sharp shards mm-hmm. to cut herself out of the ropes. Oh yeah, very but, quick thinking. Yeah, she's free. She goes to the window to try and climb out. Windows don't open. There's oh, no. No way out. This mansion has no windows and no doors. <laughs> Basically, she is kind of just rummaging through. She realizes that Jefferson is in another room sharpening some scissors. You know how you sharpen your scissors. Of course. I sharpen my scissors. I <laughs> <laughs> wish i saying this. <laughs> and yet here we are. Here we are. So he's sharpening his scissors. <laughs> Emma sneaks by him and into another room. Right. But that is where she finds Mary Margaret, who is oh. also bound and gagged. Oh no. Oh no. Was this somebody's thing? Do you think? Possibly. Yeah. Much like being tied to trees. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot there's a lot of people in tied to things in the past few episodes. Um but anyway, mm-hmm. moving on from that, Emma and Mary Margaret have this Long whispered conversation in which Mary Margaret is explaining that hey Jefferson grabbed me in the woods and yeah. all I can't and there was this mysterious key in my cell and maybe we could have this conversation at any other time no. when we're not trying to stop no I escape. I recognized that Emma had opened the door and saw him sharpening the scissors and he heard a sound and might be following them but we must have this conversation right right now right here right now shouldn't the, shouldn't the priority be like hey really quiet right now. No. Be really quiet right now. See, that's where you're wrong. Try to get you out. Mary Margaret's a good person and needs to clear her conscience (laughs) immediately. She's never done anything horrible in her life. Right, of course. So, of course we have to let the madman with the scissors come find us. (laughs) doesn't get less upsetting the more you hear it. No, but he, he also was, has a gun, I was going to say, you know what? It's good because he's dropped the scissors in favor of Emma's gun. The fact that she didn't realize, oh no, my gun's gone. Well, you know, you know I would argue you're not thinking about anything except getting out of that house at that point. That's fair. Well, getting out of the house and hearing Mary Margaret's appeal. Of course. The two priorities when you're on the run. Right. <laughs> of course. Jefferson realizes what's happening and basically holds them at gunpoint. Why the hell not? Because, Why? you know, and makes Emma tie Mary Margaret right back up. "Oh, Sam, it must have been nice 30 seconds." Well, she used all her breath to say, "There was a key. I got out, not illegally, there was a key, there was so the- therefore it's OK. All right, of course. He says he needs Emma to do something. Right. And basically reveals that he knows about the curse. And this is this is interesting. We will we will revisit <gasps> this because he says he has been trapped doing the exact same thing for 28 no, no, no. years. No no, 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 no. But this is not his real life. And he just wants to get back to his life in the enchanted forest. And Emma is special because Emma brought magic back. Mm Mm-hmm. She needs to use her magic to make it work. How ominous. We don't know what that means, but then we see a hat sitting on a table. I I need you to understand what kind of hat you see. It's a Mad Hatter hat. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what a Mad Hatter hat is. It's a wonky top hat. Yep. But, like, it goes wide. You know the type. Yeah. Exactly. Imagine being told to make that hat in particular. Right. Not o- and not only do you have to make it work somehow. Not, we're going to see what that means. No. Right. Make no it work. You, you have to use your magic that you don't believe in to make it work. Not only that, you actually have to construct the hat. Correct. <laughs> my favorite thing is she even, she even makes some comment like, oh my God, like my, you believe my son's stupid yeah. stories. And he's just like, they're not stupid. You're stupid. Your face is stupid. <laughs> We go back to the Enchanted Forest, and Jefferson is meeting with Regina in her palace. Good for her. Good for she her. She promises. Good for, her good for him. Once again, doing a weird little bow that... She does it... It's in the episode with um, Hansel and Gretel when she's like trying to... Get, yeah, she like hunches over to make sure everyone can see her bosom. Yeah. Why not? They were looking... Particularly spectacular. Exquisite. You could tell that dress was meant to have like a camisole or something underneath it. No. She opted no. (laughs) She said absolutely not. Once again, she is promising that Grace will want for nothing if he does this one thing for her. And he pulls out a top hat. The hat we've kind of already seen. Sure. From that weird shaped box that he got earlier. Right. So he spins it on the ground Evidently creating a large portal? Why not? Ah, uh, sure. I guess. I don't know. No beans needed. Just oh, the Mad God. Hatter's hat. No, we haven't created the concept of magic <laughs> beans yet, so we don't... But we have, because Faye. Oh, fuck me. They jump into this large portal together. They have another moment. Mm. That's two. That's... Yep, that... it. It's two. Oh, we'll go over those notes at the end. Uh... <laughs> Mm. They enter this room, and it's kind of like the trees in Nightmare Before Christmas, where like a there are bit. different symbols in th- each land. I'm pretty sure each door just goes to a different holiday. Yeah, exactly. I, th- I am curious, though. Maybe we'll pose a screenshot, and we can figure out where... where, where did, what else we got here? Yeah, what that was happening. We didn't pause on this no. Then there were a couple of different things I wanted to pause on, but... Either way, Regina looks around and she goes, I forgot how magnificent you are. Which is a saying. It's a platonic thing to say yeah. to someone you care for platonically. Yeah, of course. They enter through a mirror, and Jefferson reminds her of the rules of the portal hat. Right. Only, like, if two people enter this mirror, two people come out. Right. You cannot have less people come out, you cannot have more people come out. The exact same number of people who walked in need to walk out. It's the an eye for an eye situation. Exactly. Fantastic. That seems simple enough. Hopefully it doesn't come back to haunt us later. No, nobody is going to get harmed by this at all. This is not Chekhov's gun at all. Neep. So they come to a path and they turn and see a giant blue caterpillar mm, No. who's smoking a hookah. It's the famous Alice in Wonderland caterpillar who mm. looks at them blowing smoke rings and says who are you fun fact <laughs> voiced by the lead singer of the who it's terrible cool. great super fun i love this one Jeff- because jefferson looks so pissed i off know by i was about his to face. say He's just he like has the exact correct reaction and just kind of deadpans, like, i hate wonderland it's a great line Sebastian Stan does such good things with this role. Oh, I wish we got more we, of we've him. We've said it before, but if you're ever bored, in the mood. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> Not so much in this episode, but anytime he's a background character, just pause when he's in the background doing background shit. Right, and just see, see what he's doing. See, see what's going on. It's It's always entertaining and it never makes sense. And I love that for him. I love it for us too. Exactly. That was clearly a commercial break. Because we open back up on Storybrooke, where Jefferson is demanding that Emma make a hat. Not I a, would not know how to make it. At gunpoint, someone said right now, make a hat. I would make one of those like tricorn hats out of construction paper never, and be yep, like, like, it's 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 a hat, it's a boat. You don't know. It's both. It can be whatever <laughs> you want it to be. Exactly. Like that would be the best. The best I can do, or you know, like a dunce hat. The best I can give you is a dunce. <laughs> and she just hands him a gun's hat. The best I can do is this. (laughs) Or if she stared at all the fabrics and said, can you bring me some construction paper? (laughs) Because that would have been me. Like, listen, if you want a hat, I'm going to need glue, double-sided tape, and construction paper, and stickers if you want it pretty. (laughs) I have some markers! <laughs> like the stamp markers yeah. in particular. Ooh, those like those scissors that have the fun shapes on them. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely the scrapbooking. Scissors. Yes. Those are the ones. Mm-hmm. Turns out he's been making hats. He's got a wall of hats behind them, and none of them work. So Emma looks and says, You think you're the mad hatter. Basically. Mm-hmm. You're insane. You're insane for believing in magic. What okay. <laughs> Let me me paint you a picture. You've just been kidnapped and drugged, essentially. You're sitting in a room with a man that has... First, you saw him sharpening scissors. You know he's kidnapped another one of your friends.
1: He had a a gun. gun.
0: We must insist you remember the fact that he has a gun. Now, personally, I think the last thing on my list would be to look at this man and say you're crazy. Yeah, I... The, the survival instinct that we saw earlier perhaps not kicked in anymore. No, no. You placate to it. You Which, later she will, but... But in this moment, if he is actively holding a weapon, you, I, mm, yes. it's, it's a weird choice. It was, it was a choice because she goes, you're insane for believing in magic. And they have a conversation because he's a decent person with a gun. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and he's... Like, well, what makes you think that, you know, why, why am I the crazy one? Right. Right. And she's like, well, you're talking about things that aren't real. And he's like, well, what makes something real? How did you learn? Did you learn about the Civil War? Yes. Well, how did you learn about that? Did you learn about it in a book? Yes. But the stories are written down and the stories are in a book. What are those based on? They must be based on something real. I do love this from you know, from a twenty twenty two perspective, where we are we are looking at our history books and seeing how accurate are things and how can we you know do better. I know they didn't do this. No, then. no. In the moment now, I'm like it's kind of funny because he's implying the shit we learned in school might be fabricated, which you know what proceed. You know, yeah. But he's also saying, hey, anything different. Rapunzel is real. <laughs> Oh, that, no. that sword swings both ways, man. My favorite is she goes, like, because she goes, I read one. Like, she says, you know, oh, you think you're the Mad Hatter. It makes sense. The tea, the hat, you're the Mad Hatter. I read Alice in Wonderland. Like, she hasn't read any, like, she's never read Snow no. White. No, no, no knowledge this is a new of Snow one. White. She knows about this one, though. This one means something to her. Yes. <laughs> what? We just don't know. Basically, he says, you're not leaving until... I can go home. You need to make me a hat. And then I can go home. Because you have magic and it will make my life better. And I will go home. Now, we flash. We do not flash to the Enchanted Forest. Whoa. We are now in Wonderland. So in Wonderland, Jefferson and Regina now are before a hedge maze. right? Right. That's supposed to lead them to the Queen of Hearts. And Jefferson is like, nuh no way. Nope, we're not, not doing this. this. Those hedges eat people. <laughs> and they do. And if the hedges don't get us, the Queen of Hearts will. Either way, so, we're dying. Absolutely not. I, I'm not doing this. Which, again, you knew she wanted to take you to Wonderland. Did you not think this might be I part of I don't know. <laughs> what did you think she wanted? Who's to say? Regina over here is like, hey. I'll leave you behind. Bitch, I'll leave you. Right, like, I'll leave you behind, but not in a nice way. In a, I will leave you here and you will never get back to your daughter sort of way. But then he's like, two two in, two out, bitch, you gotta take me with you. Exactly. So, she throws a fireball and just burns away to the center of the page, which is a move. So fucking convenient. We love her for being working smarter, not harder. And in the center of the maze, there seems to be kind of a crypt, mm-hmm. kind of like Regina's crypt, very similar to, in every, every way imaginable, pretty much. Inside of that building crypt, whatever you want to call it, right. mausoleum, mm. there is a room that is just full of little boxes. Sure. Grabs one. Right. And they leave, but immediately there are guards Coming for them. Sure. Because they they stole it. They play chase. It's really great. Yeah, they're running through the bays. Regina. Hep pin turning. Right. Regina's making hedges grow. They're throwing people into the hedges. And just like Jefferson promised, the hedges are eating people. Yeah. No. No, necks are breaking. It's great. It's awesome. Is it? I don't know. It's something. It's bad CGI is what it is. But... Uh (laughs) They run out, they're almost to the mirror, like they are 10 steps from the mirror. They're back at the mushroom that the caterpillar was sitting on earlier. And Regina stops, mm-hmm. and is like, "I need to do something, right, first before we leave." So she breaks up One of the more confusing scenes, Yeah, of at least this episode, if not this season, if not this show. She oh. breaks off a little piece of mushroom, opens the well, box. First, Jefferson's like, you know what those do here. Doesn't she say, like, I'm hungry or it's, it's a treat? She says something weird, like, yeah, I want to taste. Uh, she, she makes some, like, snarky yeah, comment. Like, whatever. I don't care. I'm not listening to you. It doesn't matter. I know what I'm doing. She gra- You're dumb so, for not knowing what I was doing. She grabs a piece of the mushroom. She opens up the box and then now i know this wasn't their intention but there was no, absolutely nothing in that box no it's and a you hollow can box very clearly see that but what's in the box nothing there's something inside in the fiction of the story and she just gently places the mushroom inside the box ever so gently i don't it, it, is whatever's in the box eating the, the, the mushroom i don't know what the implication because that to, like, the, it, it sure seems like the heart box is, or the box is one of the heart boxes we've seen. Right, and there is no glowing heart in it. Right, but I don't know that we're supposed to know that there's no glowing heart in it. It kind of feels like they just didn't want to create the CGI for that. Animate the scene, <laughs> the glowing heart for it. Yeah, I would agree with that assessment. There's a puff of smoke, and suddenly there is Regina's Henry Sr. Senior. Henry Sr.'s here, everybody. Give him a round of applause. So, turns out her dad was trapped in a box. <laughs> Wait a minute. I mean, we the, don't... Part, the thing that was taken from her was her father? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Fair. And he was trapped in a box, and we don't know how or why, but he was trapped in a box, and he was trapped in a box in the Wonderland, and he was trapped in a box inside a mausoleum. We will never address this. No, absolutely not. And then, another thing we will never address is good guy, Henry Sr. This man (laughs) looks at the the father who has brought his daughter to save him. And um, turns out, she's looking at Jefferson going, great, yep, I brought two people through. I'm, I'm taking, taking two out. I've I've got my next one. I'm going to also continue to take two people out. You're just not going to be one of them. Bye. You're going to live here now. And Henry Sr. stares at his daughter and goes, we've got to go. Right. And Jefferson, out loud, is like, I promised my daughter I would be home for tea. So, like, this is a, he, it's not like this man does not so think he's a father. No, Henry Sr. is fully aware of everything happening and does not give a fuck. Right. He hears this man plead to come home. He hears this man plead for his daughter. And Henry's like, well, bye. Sucks to suck. Bye. He also hears his daughter stare at him and say something like, if you loved her, you wouldn't have left. Yeah. Basically, she, Regina's like, yeah, you're right. We don't abandon family. You were right that first time. Also, you Here. know, sucks to suck. Bye. That sounds like a you problem, though. Right. <laughs> the ground is now swallowing your feet. I will see you later. Jefferson gets dragged off as they escape through the mirror. He's dragged off by the guards. Oh, sure. So, she's... Regina's off and away. Henry Sr.'s off and away. Jefferson's right. being dragged... Stiff as a board through the maze. He looks. He, there is no emotion behind his eyes. He's just kind of done. He he, he has given up. Yes. He can't, at this point is two in two out. He can't leave. Yeah. So he's captured. He's brought before the Queen of Hearts, who does not speak aloud. She whispers through a little listening horn to her guard, who will speak for her. Correct. It's great. And. He refuses to answer how he came to Wonderland, but she says, uh, nah, off with his head. It's great. But don't worry. It's the, fine. He's, he's beheaded. It's, it's fine. He's, he's alive. Cut. Why? Oh, no. He's alive. Absolutely not. He's absolutely alive, and his little neck is just dangling there. as His head is being held by a guard. No. And his body has fallen down to the no. floor. It's normal. Now he's a little more amenable to answering questions. That's fair. He's been beheaded. Yeah. And he's not getting his body back until he answers some questions. So he tells her about the hat and says, you know, it doesn't work like that. I don't have it. It's gone. No, I don't have it. I can't use it. It's useless without magic. So she says, you know what? Make me a new one. Get it to work. And another fun fact, turns out, the Queen of Hearts, while not played by Barbara Hershey, well, no, it's a maskless human, We don't see who it is, supposedly voiced by the woman who will play Cora. I love that. I love it. I also had a moment where I was like, oh, that's not the guard, because in the original Alice narrative, the man with, beside her is her husband, the king. No, her husband is Henry Sr. Yeah. He's yeah. already been carted yeah. off. Yeah. He's, he's away. <laughs> So, we don't have a king here. No, no, no. And I love that for us. Back in Storybrook, Emma continues to insist that she cannot make this hat. We're, we've had this argument a lot now. Yeah. She continues to say, I'm not, I can't make a hat. And he's like, You're gonna make me a hat. And she's like, but
1: I can't make a hat. The
0: cowboy needs a hat, needs a hat. <laughs> he says, Go look through this telescope. Like, you, you think it's miserable. Like I'm miserable, and he directs her to look through the telescope. I'm sorry, another telescope, because the first telescope pointed right to the sheriff's station, and yeah. that's fucking weird. Yeah. This man has a lot of telescopes, but it's okay because he's a cartographer, so that's just <laughs> so what he normal. does. It's fine because you know what? This is less certainly less creepy oh, it is. than the where sheriff's is station? station. Where does this one point? This one points into someone's dining room where a oh, little no. girl is eating dinner. Okay, so first thing. <laughs> this giant mansion that Emma's like, I've never seen it before. Clearly must be in clear view. Otherwise, he has the most powerful telescopes known to man that can also see through trees. I just need to understand how she didn't see this giant fucking mansion. Well, I know who can you, you can ask who? The cartographer. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> the fuck up. I know. Oh, for fuck's sake. So whose living room is this in? Well, this is his daughter. This is his daughter, Grace, who's eating with her new family. Oh, her no. name's Paige here, and she doesn't know that it who she is. She does not know that he is her father. How upsetting would that be from Emma's perspective? There's a man who has a gun, who has telescopes, pointing into <laughs> a living room, who's <laughs> has drugged you and kidnapped your friend, staring at you, saying, no, 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 no. She doesn't know that I'm her family. It's okay. She doesn't remember. She's a really good sheriff. Ooh. So, Emma is like, well, why don't you tell her? (laughs) Insane thing to say. And Jefferson's like, yeah, I'm not going to curse her with the knowledge. Like, holding two realities in your mind will drive you mad, which I like. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm not doing that to her. I'm not. I, I will suffer the consequences until I can take her back to where we can be together. Right. And Emma pretends to sympathize with him and says, "You just want to take your daughter back. What a good dad. Take her where you are at home. And you know what? You're right. I do need to believe more. And I, I will my God, do I see, this. I see the light. Yeah. So he's lulled into this false sense of security." During which time Emma picks up the telescope and just smacks him over the head. It's Great. It's a fun time for <laughs> everyone. Not so him. She, Not no, a fun time for him. No, he's the Jefferson meat floor. And, <laughs> and oh, that means the floor had a first love before Killian. No, oh, that's nice. They both wear leather pants <laughs> and wear eyeliner. Yeesh. Emma goes running. She runs into the room with Mary Margaret. She frees Mary Margaret, sort of but is immediately caught by Jefferson, who is now <laughs> wearing the top hat. I know, he, he did take the time to put on the top hat. He came from his mild concussion and was like, I have an, I have an idea. What if I put as, on the hat? As my four-year-old nephew says, have idea. <laughs> what idea? Put hat on, make big entrance. <laughs> and boy, proud he does he. <laughs> Tackles Emma to the ground. The hat goes flying off. He's like nearly strangling Emma. Emma pushes back and kind of realizes that this man has a scar right across his neck. Nice little detail to his beheading earlier. Sure. But it's a struggle. It's a big scene. And then Mary Margaret picks up a croquet mallet and just hits him again. And then kicks him out a window. Oh, sure. You know, like you do. She's so good and has done nothing. I I recognize <laughs> it's self defense, but still, based on the rules they give us later, this woman has done lots. She's done some stuff. She's done harm. She's done some stuff. So they immediately go to the window to find out what's happened to the to the man that was just attacking them. Well, he's gone, but his hat remains. Weird. Are we going to investigate this? No. Okay. Absolutely not. <laughs> She's such a good sheriff. I feel so safe in her. You family. know, it's fine. Not that because they can't call for help because you'll recall Mary Margaret is a fugitive. Oh, rats! So they can't tell anybody what's going on because then people would find out that Mary Margaret is not where she should well, be. You know, it's nice of him. He did leave the key, her keys in her car. Yeah, they go to the car. He he covered it. I'm sure to hide it from the road, but I also protected funny. it from the elements. It was very nice of <laughs> The keys are just sitting, <laughs> sitting on, the, on the bench seat. Great. Ready to drive. And so Emma starts to get in, and then Mary Margaret's like, I can't go back. And Emma goes, okay, well, here are the keys. Abadanza. I'll see ya. Never, I guess. But obviously that is not a very good solution no not so much because she, uh Emma thinks come back face trial right you're always going to be on the run if you don't but no matter what you do if you want to like go for it here are some keys I'll run yeah. go for it. it i'm the sheriff it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. No one's, There's no checks or balances here except for Regina, and I think she might be plotting this whole thing. Yeah, at this so point, it's so. her fault. I don't care. I, I. I have too much power, and no one's going to check it, so I don't care. Exactly. But we don't really get to see the the full uh, conclusion of this scene. No. We end up back the next morning. Well, it kind of is very, very early morning when they leave the house. Yes. Like, it's the next morning to us as, like, oh, we're finally recognizing that time. That the, the deadline of the 8 a.m. Regina will stop by to gloat session has arrived. It approacheth. But, yes, clearly they've had an all-night adventure at this point. A sleepover. <laughs> the worst sleepover <laughs> of all time. Truly. <laughs> so, Regina shows up for her eight AM gloating session, mm. and what do you know? What do I know? Mary Margaret is there. It's oh, the has to piss her off. She's confused and upset, and she goes out into the hallway, and there's Mr. Gold, and she's kind of like, "What the hell? The fuck, bro? Why is she here?" Turns out, the whole idea to have a key. In the Mm -hmm. cell was Gold's idea. Her lawyer? Her attorney? Oh, funny how that works.
1: The one that Emma
0: said, no, no, pick a different one. Funny how that works. The one who said I'll do it pro bono and it seemed really sketchy. sketchy? The one that nobody likes? The one that everybody seems to be afraid of in town? Yeah, that one. Yeah, that's weird. That lawyer. Oh, out of character. Yeah. So funny. Why would no one trust local cryptid Mr. Gold? Oh, no. So, Regina again is like, the hell, bro. Yep. And he's like, you know, don't worry about it. It's a small misstep. Don't five. worry about it. Our plan will work. Emma's more resourceful than we thought, but the plan will be in place and it will stay. Planny. Yeah, it's great. Whatever. So, <sighs> it's. Not great. Regina's annoyed. but As she should be. She came to him for results. And he, even though he says, in results you shall have, at this point I would not be trusting no, him. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Then Emma goes to visit Henry at school before school starts. Right. I guess we've stopped having the teacher has been arrested for murder holidays. Oh, at a certain point you just have to get on with it, I guess. <laughs> yes. When the girl from the telescope in the living room... Oh, or Paige. The, yeah, Paige. Mm-hmm. She walks by and Emma's like, who's that? Right. He's like, that's Paige. And Emma's like, hmm, can I see your book? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Insane. Henry pulls out the book and is like, yeah, go for uh, it. He's way too he's excited. He's so happy that his mother has finally shown interest in it. My, my partner was watching with us and his exact words were, Oh, no, he was too energetic. I would immediately say, never mind. I take it back. I don't want to look at this anymore. And I agree. I would also be like, ugh, no, you're you're scaring me. (laughs) I take it back. He was real enthusiastic that Emma was going to read this book. But it has good information because Emma magically opens the book to the right pages, of course, Mm. and sees there are pictures of Jefferson in the book. I hate this book because there are very different kinds types of illustrations. I swear they have different illustrators because there's the shit drawings that you know are the transitional drawings. Oh yeah, no, no. We get the the, the drawing we get of Grace and Jefferson is a lovely scene because it's it, not used as a um transition into no, fairy tale land. And it's detailed enough that you could see that and go, I see similarities between these two. Yeah, and then she turns the page and it's <laughs> one of Sebastian stands faces. He's doing a thing. He's doing a face thing and um there's not there's not a lot of um much going on except for eyes and a nose. And all eyes. W- yeah. All it's a nose lot and hat. It's a lot. So she's clearly confused and then she's like kind of smiling. It's I couldn't read the emotion on her no. face. I don't know what to call it. I don't know what that emotion <sighs> is. bewildered yeah, there's a but there's a smile involved yeah, it's like it's, a huh oh, I understand it all now. it was odd. it was an odd little face that she made, but she's like hmm, this is information I have yep. Rosie. we end. we're back in Wonderland. we've transitioned through the book through this upsetting fa- photograph picture portrait yep uh and. Jefferson is in a room. He's got his body back, but he is just whispering over and over and over to himself, you know, make it work, get it work, get it to work, get it it to work. And he slowly goes insane as they pull back and reveal just a room that is full of hats. All different kinds of hats, which I appreciate, which means at one point he was like, top hats, not working, make other hats. Right. Let me try a baseball hat. (laughs) We'll make all hats. Can I make a pirate hat? hat? He's made so many hats where we end our tale. Oh that's it. Yet oh <laughs> I need more wine. Yes. Oh good little clink. Cheers. <laughs> so I have thoughts. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, okay. Can we address? We've we've brought it up before and we still we continue to not have an answer. But how does this town work? No. Okay. I just yeah. So, Jefferson is another confirmation that this town is on a time loop. Yes, he says for twenty eight years. Which, if you recall, episode one is Emma's twenty eighth birthday. Right. He says this town has been and I I have been trapped here for twenty eight years. Right. You showed up. Time started moving. Right. Yes, and he is the only person aside from Gold and Regina in this town that has knowledge of the time loop. But he's been stuck doing the same thing for 28 years, even though it's not what he wants to be doing. So, two thoughts of mind here. I can accept the fact that he's aware it's a time loop because he's outside of the curse. Yeah. His curse is the knowledge of. Fine, more on that later. It's not fine. I'm mad about it. But that, again, brings up the, Regina, what the fuck was your plan? You're bringing in a child. <gasps> How age? And if he does age, I feel like as soon as he hits, like, a year old, you should be thinking, Oh, oh no. no. I fucked up. I gotta homeschool this kid. He can never know anyone. It's gonna be a Rapunzel situation. I gotta Rapunzel this kid. Like, it, okay, maybe maybe until he's, like, seven, he will, you can get away with, he may not be right. there. Because... Little kids, their thought is not, I'm the only one aging and no one else is. He's 10. Yeah, at a certain point, he'd be, like, looking around, like, why do I have new classmates every year? And they're still in kindergarten. Yeah, that's Johnny Sue from over there. Johnny Sue. I don't know. Leave me alone. Okay, I will. (laughs) I, I, I am... Okay with the idea of a time loop because again the episode I think it's in season two when it shows Regina after she made the curse and she's like oh yeah what fresh hell is no, this totally shit? fine it's the same fucking thing every day it's Groundhog's Day Let Me Out. Yeah, totally fine. It gets crunchy when you bring a child. Yeah, yeah. Henry makes it crunchy. I don't like this for us. No, Henry makes it weird. And, and I, I don't th- I can't come up with a way, and you know. I will sit here all day and mm-hmm. just do leaps of logic. Right. Giant and, and massive moon jumps can, uh, of logic. I can go with the concept of maybe no, because they're not aging. They're not aging. No, they're not aging. Because yeah, Mary Margaret is dead ass, the same age she was right. when she birthed Emma. Right. They're not uh, aging it, because Emma and Snow are essentially the same age. Oh. So. They're Mm. not aging. No one in Storybrooke is aging. Because I, I, what I was going to argue until I realized, no, they have not aged. Is maybe it's a, they're not progressing past a certain point. Like the the same, like they're aging, but the same things are happening. Like they're not right, but they're not because then they'd be middle aged when Emma came to Storybrooke. At least Mary Margaret would, because and, she's been awake the whole time. And at that point, I'm like, okay, here is your solution: have it be that Henry was in the foster care system. You adopted him when he was ten, okay. <laughs> right? No, again, okay. little little tweaks, little tweaks, guys. An easy thing, just little tweaks, because that would make sense. Because already he'd be a little bit like, I don't want, um, like you're not my mom. I'm a little wary of this. I'm a little angry. Yeah. I don't trust you. She seems evil, and now I've got this book, and she is evil. It it would it would be so much more dynamic considering what is it season three or end of season two? We have the story leading into Neverland, where there was the little boy, and she was like, "I'm going to." uh, Do you want to stay here with me? And he's like, "Absolutely not," because it gives the idea of oh, like she wants, like maybe she again, even with Hansel and Gretel, she wants a child, not a baby. Right? She just wants a kid. It would have been so much better. It would have gotten rid of the confusion because it could be she wasn't thinking of that and she's realizing, oh, no, I love him, but, he... yeah, this is... This is a problem. And I don't know what to do. Because by age 10, she should have realized, oh, no, this is going to be something. Yeah. Yeah. And at that point, because... I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't Maybe know. Maybe she's just erasing his memory every year. Like, she allows him to have a year and then it's like, no more memories for you. And We've... I'm making that up. There is no textual evidence There's of no, that. Ma- she does not have magic yet. Yeah, no. But all, the only other thing I can think of is it's a time loop in the sense that maybe his memories are kind of eradicated. Or they were until he got the storybook. And maybe that's when he started becoming self-aware of like, who's to say? I don't know. You're giving him too much credit. Yeah, you're asking them and to I'm have not, a lot of thoughts. I'm not done talking about this curse. Because yeah. my next thing <laughs> is, Regina creates this town-wide curse. Right. This town-wide mm-hmm. curse brings everyone from the Enchanted Forest right. to Storybrooke. We yeah. all get cursed mm-hmm. personas. Mm-hmm. This is her plan. A place with no happy endings. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. All of that checks out. Jefferson's in Wonderland. Correct, yeah. yeah. He's in Wonderland. Yes. He says that his curse is knowledge. Right. So you're telling me that Regina... In her moment of curse pettiness, pettiness goes. Okay, Mister Gold, I would like a curse that will do. I want. I want to take everyone into a world without happiness. <laughs> and also that bastard. Also that bastard will retain his memories for no fucking good reason. <laughs> also, important to know. Large plot point next season. Queen of Hearts, Cora, forcing her way over to storybook. So right. it's not like Wonderland was just left. No, or like was affected and these, no. all of their citizens No, because Cora up. is trying to find a way there because sure. that, yeah. that is a whole because that's a whole hook thing. So, so Regina Petty Mills <laughs> Miller. Miller's her last Mills. name. Mills. Well, is it Miller in the Enchanted Forest because she's the Miller's daughter, Regina Mills. I don't she doesn't have a last name in the Enchanted Forest. Regina Evil Queen. Yeah. Regina Petty Queen. Yes, <laughs> is That's sitting it. there, <laughs> not going, it. "Oh, will be so good if he comes over." Yeah, and remembers everything. Yeah. Why? Don't know. Not a clue. He does not seem to have any like true aggression towards him. No, seems a little into it. It seems like if you just I don't know left him in Wonderland, you'd never have to deal with him. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like it could be a problem to have a man that has knowledge of the curse. Yeah. Considering your whole thing, because Mr. Rumble Stiltskin's like, yeah, I'll give you this curse if you make it so that I, re- like, if ever I say, please, you have to listen to me. And she's mm-hmm. like, well, you won't remember. I don't want you to remember. And he's right. like, well, great, you don't have a problem then. She clearly does not want anyone to yeah, know. Yeah, but, but then where would the fun be? Because maybe he would forget how to Create pleasure for her. I don't You're right. know. you right. <laughs> Imagine she just shows up every so often. <laughs> Listen, maybe he was her original Graham. And that he was not very good. <laughs> well, no, he was very good at something, but he was not going to be a good deputy. Mm-hmm. Or sheriff. I guess he was, Graham was the sheriff. Yeah. Really. Couldn't make a, couldn't make a, a case for this man. Well, you <laughs> see, he's too insane because he's too fixated on, that's my daughter. <laughs> Yeah, we don't want to give that the man with the telescope pointed into a family's living room a badge. I just don't know why her thought was No. Everyone here in the Enchanted Forest has ever done me wrong, also, that bastard. <laughs> Who's Don't. actually never done me any wrong has I gotten everything has I've ever wanted. Has only ever helped me. Maybe not a willing participant, but helped me nonetheless. He's also probably very pissed off at me, so maybe I shouldn't bring him to a world where he but has full knowledge. I but, just enjoy torturing him for funsies, but I'll do it anyway as a treat. Yeah. It's like a reward. <laughs> Jefferson arrives miserable in a little little out of it and she's like it's like a reward it's for the days that she's like oh god it's a time loop i hate it i'm bored i'm gonna go and fuck with him for a little bit bit. just go poke him for (laughs) some time how's the hat business going no that was your mansion i made you this mansion gave you some telescopes i thought that'd be good for you. you want to get into cartography (laughs) I was making my Sims 4 breaking when it said pick your Sims likes. I picked cartography. <laughs> <laughs> Is that good for you? <laughs> do you like cartography? I so, do kind of like it though because as like a portal jumper or whatever you want to call it. Oh like yeah. Clearly he's got... An interest, or like a professional interest, in mapping out the world. So I like that, right. the the idea of that translation into. Yeah, he's he's a cartographer because all he's doing is mapping our world. I agree. Um. Henry Senior. Thank you. I was gonna say <laughs> I I need I need. I'm confused by him. I have a lot of thoughts about this man. I I'm fascinated by Henry Senior. We, we've said it before. I'll, I'll say it again. I want to know, is it out of extreme guilt that he's just appeasing anything right. that, that Regina says? No, it's very interesting because he does not seem to have any qualms about leaving this man no. who is pleading for his daughter. And it would be one thing if, you know, Jefferson started pleading... For his daughter, and I told her I'd be home by tea, and Henry went, wait, wait, what's and going Regina's on? Like, and then Regina just is, like, pushing him <laughs> into the mirror. Right. Well, it's, it's but, because it's the same with the genie and the mm-hmm. Agrabayan cat dog snake. Cat it's, dog viper. Yeah. I, yeah. Scientific mm-hmm. name, cat dogius viperius. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's not that he has no empathy, because he says things later on when Regina's like, I need to kill the thing I love most, and he realizes that might be me. He's like, yeah. well, can't you find your happiness? Else? Like, yeah. or even when she's making the curse in general, he's like, I mean, is this the only right. way? Are you sure? Right, no. You he, can be happy other, like, maybe there's another way for you to be happy. Right. So it's clear that he has some understanding of this is bad. Right, and I know it's bad. But. And I'm helping her do it anyway. And that's where it gets weird because he has moments of I do have a moral compass and other moments where it's like do you want me to kill that guy? Because I'll totally send you a snake to kill that guy. (laughs) Oh, you want me to abandon this child's father? Okay, great. Maybe my ex-wife will fucking shove him in a box. It's it. it. Speaking of another thing, how did Cora get her husband there? Do we ever find out? Listen, don't, we don't kink share. <laughs> we don't. We do not. We will Maybe not. Maybe that was their thing. You know? She was like, climb in this box. And it was like, okay. Good for them. <laughs> Good for them. I don't know. I'm I not going to address it to watch an entire spinoff on Henry Sr. I just want to know what that man is up to at all times. Right. And speaking of spinoffs, it is interesting because this whole Wonderland-esque is what birthed, yes, I said what I said, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. I don't like the insinuation that Once Upon a Time in Wonderland was birthed. I I do think it was from these brief moments that they were like, could be interesting, let's go. Will, does Korra exist in those episodes? Not from the three I saw, I'll be honest, I never finished watching it. Yeah, I don't remember her. I mean, I do think when do we finish the, the traditional seven seasons, we go and watch oh, that. Oh, I, I, yeah, I need to know everything Origi- about that. Originally, we were going to go and watch the Beauty and the Beast prequel, but Kitsis and uh, Horowitz, Horowitz fucked that up, <laughs> so I guess not. <laughs> they went, oh shit, maybe we shouldn't have made the man we're supposed to cheer when he falls off a building, a PTSD I war. Think- they're suffering problem. war veterans. I don't think they know how to write in a box. And that show concept gave them a box where they have to get to a certain point by the end. That was very interesting. Yeah, it's like interesting. I, I'm sad for everyone involved because that's sad when your project gets scrapped. Yeah. Am I relieved? Well, yeah. You, you don't need to be attacked more. No. I also just don't need a whole show where I would assume, since Gaston and Lafu are the main characters. I'm supposed to feel something for them. Right. You're supposed to like them. Again, you're supposed to cheer away. The movie away. already made it weird when he was like, it's my PTSD. I'm like, whoa, am I allowed to hate you still? Because now you're like a very upset and traumatized war veteran. Right. Now Yikes. you just need therapy. <laughs> Yee. Now this you're is, not a bad person. You just need therapy. Correct. I digress. I don't even know where we started with this, but fuck those guys. <laughs> Oh, spinoff shows. Yes. <laughs> Will we discuss with no context of how that show begins and ends, except for we know that Robin is in it now, so we're a lot more invested. Yes. Oh, I forgot he was kind of one of our windows. That's... I mean, I know we get the Knave yeah, well that... in uh, in this season four clusterfuck. Yeah. But, yeah, no. Yeah. I, I do actually think it was after season two that we got Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Well, and I wonder if there was, like, there's part of me that really wants to know in the in the alternate timeline. Right. Where Sebastian Stan didn't sign a 10-year, like, <laughs> or a 10-movie development deal with Marvel. Love that for him. Love it for me. Love it for us. Do you think he was meant to be more? I do. Because I, I, I get the sense, especially not from this episode. Like, this episode, he feels like a very one Season two, they start villain. really, like... Fleshing out, so like, they make it implied. There's supposed to be more. We bring in the Frankenstein. Right. Of it all we bring in. Like yeah. you really, it feels like there's supposed to be more than suddenly it's okay, bye Right. And suddenly he's not there anymore. Which timelines all work out. Like it would have been right around the time Winter Soldier started. Right. It absolutely makes sense. Production and all of that. But it, I wonder if. He was absolutely meant to do more, and maybe Once Upon a Time in Wonderland originally right. was meant to feature him more. And I'm curious, when did the Tim Burton Alice in Wonderland come out? Because that was a right around the hype of 2010. Yeah, okay, this no, woman. we were we were in high like Alice in Wonderland it was all the rage. Um, Mad Tea at Hardy. high hot topic. But and I think to that point, though, they absolutely were on that bandwagon of, and this is going to be a full thing, right. no, and I am going to dive into this, and oh no, Sebastian Stan, Stan has I... suddenly been called mm, by to b- bigger and better things. To bigger and better things, and he's going to go be a winter soldier now. And, and I do think that's why, I think the knave became the point of the show at oh. a certain point. Yes. Like, he became the central focal point, also or. bringing in Robin, and then they were like, and, and then it's gone. And we also get Aladdin, Aladdin and the genie, genie, but not the that genie. but wow, he created the multiverse before the multiverse knew how to multiverse. Right? Do you think that Marvel called Kittis and Horowitz and were like, "So about this multiverse?" Uh-huh. Absolutely. This is a different season we were watching. Like we said, Queens of Darkness. It's the whole author bullfuckery. Yeah. Henry walks into a, a hidden room that he found. We don't. They don't tell us how he found it because why would they? It's a room of empty storybooks, and he's like, "It's other stories, but not ours." Yeah, yeah. And all I think is that we deserved an episode with seventeen Reginas in it. We absolutely did. Yes. We kind of get it when she like splits her personality. This yeah, like, yeah, but that's only two. I needed that's fifteen not more Reginas. <laughs> that was not enough Reginas. Truly, no. I, I needed more. I needed more from. I needed more Reginas. Mm-hmm. I needed more of Robin. Right. I will always need more of Robin. Also now correct. that is a man. Thank oh, you. So he will treat you right. Yes. So funny. It's so funny to be watching this back. Maybe to TMI, but who cares? We're um, all friends and family here. <laughs> aren't we? If, I hope so. I hope so. We're, you and me are friends and family. <laughs> yeah, we're friends and family. No, you know, back in the day I was like... I. All about the hook of it all, and we like, had many very inappropriate conversations about hook in our apartment. Yeah, he, it was a he, very he common was a, thing. He whenever he was a he very good-looking man, not him with Emma, never gave a shit about that. No, absolutely not. But, but no, him as a thing. Oh no, Donahue is. is objectively an attractive man and he was like right up my alley when we watched this show the first time through and now i'm like oh my god get that child off my screen (laughs) give me robin i need robin of (laughs) locksley right now yep and he's the best and i love him and i will never forgive this show never no as you should not never we deserved better Regina deserved better. Regina deserves so much more. So, <laughs> always accurate. That's always accurate. No, so moving back to this <laughs> no, episode. <laughs> I'm more, okay, I don't have any other major points. No, neither. Do I. I just, overall thoughts on the episode. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, it is important for the sake of the horror and wonderlandness of it all, but this episode itself, all it really gets us is Mary Margaret goes, you're right, I probably should not run away, and Emma goes, someone else believes in this storybook bullshit interesting. I'm sorry, you left out one very important piece of information we gained from this episode. Yes. Sebastian Stan exists. Okay, that's fair. (laughs) Three important things. Those things aside. No, yeah, no. no, no. It's, it's it's another detour episode it's a an, little bit. And we haven't had a detour in a minute. Yeah, it's definitely more of a look at Sebastian Stand. episode and yeah. We absolutely want it to bring in Alice in Wonderland cuz that mm-hmm. were at prime like this Who? is what 20, 20 early late 2011 early 2012 we are we in are in it peak Tumblr right now. It was weird. It was a weird place. I'm I, I am surprised we didn't um, Tumblrize Sebastian Stan more from the no, show. No, we were too busy Tumblrizing. Oh, Me this point. And, well, this the point. One slur. <laughs> God. God. Every time I think I can go a day without <laughs> thinking about the one slur. <laughs> <laughs> a day you lose. (laughs) 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 What I was going to say is at this point, it was all Swan Queen. That's all we were talking about in this fandom in particular. Oh, yeah. Not you and I, but like the fandom. And and fair enough. Fair enough. At this point, I do think we're kind of segueing into, I do think at this point we've given them, in the 17 episodes, they've had screen time together. Contextual evidence of I could see it did not yeah. oh, for me, but it's there. 100%. Probably, probably deserve to be on the fuck I'm waiting. Deserve for a, is a weird. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for a third. I've got my. I believe it is two that I've really yeah. clocked as like, again, like if it, It's it's got to be the levels of Jefferson and Regina where it's like they might kiss. Just two, just two friends. They might kiss. Yeah, we will. <laughs> Energy. Yeah. No, they definitely. I've definitely it's the weird energy and it was number 1 is mm-hmm. the weird apple scene
1: in oh, like yeah. episode
0: 2 or wherever. Yep, where Regina's like, "Hey, eat my apples." <laughs> okay. I said what I said. <laughs> okay. And then I think episode or not episode, the second that like really stuck out to me is the um the fire episode. Oh yeah where they are like snipping at each other. Yeah. But then Emma saves her. So I'm just waiting on that third which is fair. Will arrive. That is, you know, before what? the uh, the official unveiling cuz I feel like we have to be picky with the um, three rule. That's fair cuz I was we Which were watching, is why I am I'm prepared to give It'll be there. Regina and um Jefferson I, one. Yeah, I even though we I, were joking about the whole episode, I'm prepared to give them it's one, one it, weird. There's one where he gets like Inches away from her lips. Inches away from her lips. lips, and then like, yeah, he's just he's well, weird. And I'm also prepared to give one to Jefferson and Emma because, because he rests her, her ear and rests rest his chin on her head. head. It's Gladly. odd. Please so, do to me. Right, like rest your head wherever you like, right, sir. But but for you, I don't think your lips have anything to add. No, because we didn't do anything. We we added a, we added Jefferson to the consideration list for uh, the Fuckford, in two categories, Emma and Regina. I don't like that. <laughs> but other than that, like we didn't spend any time with our main characters. So well, that's good for you. I no, am. yeah, no, I yeah, no family tree additions. That's nice for you. Great, I have additions, and I don't <laughs> like it. I have addition, I should say. This one makes me angry. Uh-huh. Great. Superpower. hmm We hate to see it. Yep. Jefferson, when Emma almost, you know, hits him. Yes. Is limping off, and she goes, oh, no, are you okay? He says, twisted my ankle. He did yeah. not, because later he's absolutely fine. Right. And this is, I know I've been kind of gray area in the past where it's, oh, it was a... <gasps> Not a blatant lie. It was a comment that could be perceived as incorrect. No, this is he says, I twisted my ankle. Right. Did not. That no. was a ploy to get her to go to his mansion. Very much true. Yeah. Should have caught it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I guess she kind of did later when she was drugged, but too little, too <laughs> a little little, late. Too late. <laughs> a little late to be like, huh. Oh, my superpower tells me lie. <laughs> <You're lying>. On <laughs> delay yeah, right? She a time-delay superpower. <laughs> oh, no. So, unfortunately, I have to count that unfortunate So, that means it has failed 10 out of 15 times. Yikes. <laughs> what a superpower. Yeah, yeah. My partner was talking to me, and I was like, oh, yeah. lie detector. He goes, oh, what is it, like 50-50? Because he's, you know, supportive, and has only listened to the first two episodes. <laughs> I love you, sweetie. If you listen to this, you will. But I love you. It was um, nice of you. Exactly. And so he assumed we were still batting 50-50 because to his credit, for those like first three, we yeah, were. Yeah, we were very close. we felt so far from God's e- gr- grace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 66% of the time, the superpower is failing her. <laughs> like, and even if we give her credit and say, okay, the ally thing, that's fine. Okay, that puts her in what? <laughs> not much better. 9 out of 15, like it's not great. No, no. We're still so well have... above a 50-50. So that has to happen for us, I guess. <gasps> oh, well. Oh. What up? What do we have next from here? Oh, no, it's the stable boy. Oh, boy. I oh, oh, boy. It's going to be a time. The beginning of Regina deserves to be held and hugged. Yes. Someone hold and hug Regina. I'll do it. I volunteer as tribute. Great. Me too. Fantastic. (laughs) I I will say this episode is fun. Oh, I'm very excited for it. Like, and I remember how exciting it was. This is the first time in the show with with the stable boy that we're actually getting why, because Regina's been leaving like these hints ever since episode one of... Oh, like, she keeps saying things. Like, I think it was last episode, she was, she's, like, staring at David's face, and it's like, when your heart is broken, you could do anything. Right. Like, evil could be staring right back at you. Right, yeah. Like, she's been dropping these little nuggets hints. ever since, I would say episode one, but episode one, she's like, the implication is, oh, she Snow wants to kill says. me because I'm, pretty, yeah. I'm prettier than her, which is... So fucking wrong. Absolutely not what they went with, which I'm glad they didn't. No, like we've we've given her some more depth, which is what Regina Petty Queen deserves. deserves. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Oh my God, we don't get any David in this episode. That's why it felt refreshing <laughs> as fuck. I'm sorry, I just realized. So true. Our only real male presence in this episode is, as it should be, Sebastian Stan, and I am not, of course, counting the local cryptid. He is in this one. Is, is it? He, it yeah, Gold is in this one. Oh, you're right. He is. At the very end, he comes yep. in. He's at the beginning. He's yep. at the end. We don't see him very he much. He sandwiches the episode. <laughs> <laughs> My brain short-circuited. I don't want to hear those words <laughs> I I will say, even though this episode doesn't bear a lot of weight. Too, oh, it's so much fun, though. It's fun, and it. I think to your point, it's setting up... They had a lot more planned for Jefferson. Yes, I think Jefferson was meant to be more. And then uh, he was like, I'm meant for more deuces. <laughs> <it." laughs> right, I need to go lube up my arm and shove it into a metal casing. I mean, we don't cake shame, but I'm and intrigued. All, and also Marvel <laughs> I'm going to finish this one. <laughs> Agree, I think, granted, I love a Sebastian Stan moment. I just enjoy him on screen. I think, we've talked about it, it's, all of his scenes with Lana Paria are always so much fun, and it's two people who understood the camp that this show was giving. And this is no shade to the other actors, but there's sometimes when you watch J-Mo... When she's doing some of her like very intense Emma scenes, where it's like you're taking this far too. This is not House. I know you came from House. That was a serious drama. This this ain't that. I just think I think if you look at who sticks around through that seventh season, it's the it's, it's the people, the people that... who went. You know what? It's not high art, but it sure is fun to like, do. Like Bex Mader, she was a treasure. She's a and the thing is like her character became fun because she made it fun. Yeah. You're not meant to like the Wicked Witch of the West. Selena is not meant to be someone that you're like, I like her. In fact, she does some shady as fuck shit. Oh, she absolutely does, and milk only will make her grow stronger. <laughs> oh no. Good morning, story bro. Good morning, Storybro, that's all. I, I do think there's something to be said for those that were not looking for this to be any sort of breakthrough for their career. Yes, well and I think just you can tell Lana Paria in particular, Robert Carlyle for most of mm-hmm. the series, um, Colin O'Donoghue. Yeah. All completely seem to just be having a really fun time right? with it and doing good work with and it. I There's are there are others who are doing it, they just don't get to stick right. around for and as long as and, and as consistently. I give Colin O'Donoghue, even extra props, because season seven he's technically playing a different character. Yes. Which is stupid. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> it's dumb. We hate fuck. Fuck. I know they say it's like wish, wish hook. hook. No. It's fuck. It's fake hook. We hate I to mean, see it. Wook is a bad one, too. <laughs> but, no, and I think in the alternate universe where. Marvel hadn't come calling for Sebastian Stan. Mm-hmm. I could pro- totally see him on the show for, oh, like, yeah. years at a time. Simply right. because he seems like it would have been fun. He might might have moved on, because seems like he's pretty happy doing shorter projects. But right. But coming back every so often for just, or at least for his arc, if they said, here is what we want for your character yeah. and here is what we need. Okay. Yeah. And coming back and doing stuff for it, because I do think he... Definitely, under- he understands the assignment, which is what makes his scenes with Lana Priya feel, like, so electric and I, so much fun. I agree. They je- And I think they strike me as two people who just get into a room and make weird choices and are like, yes, proceed, do the weird choice. And I love that for them and for us. Yes, it's super fun, so I, I greatly enjoy it. I thought this was a lot of fun. I cannot I, wait for more Jefferson. In Good honesty, I can't call this a bad time. No, but it was. It was. It was because <laughs> of like the bigger picture of what it's doing to me. Yeah. But this episode is actually very fun. No, it was super fun. It was weird. It was creepy. Less creepy than you know I don't no. know. Red ate her boyfriend. Do <sighs> you know she ate her boyfriend? We will never be over it. I'm still not over it. It's been weeks now. Literal yeah. weeks, and I'm still informing people that Red ate her boyfriend. I think that's as good of any note to end it on. Yeah. Well, now it was a bad time. We that's really we wanted to make sure it was a bad time. <laughs> but I have good news. What can only go up from here? Praise be. Enjoy, enjoy your midweek Sebastian stand on I Sunday, everyone. You had fun with your surprise midweek Sebastian stand, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.